0: Tackling your business's finance to-dos can be daunting enough without being slowed down by QuickBooks. More like slow books. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow. All in one place. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program only for those ready to switch today. Head to NetSuite.com slash suite right now. That's NetSuite.com slash cSuite. This is episode number 19 of the Profitology Podcast with Wendy Sterling, the founder of Divorce Rehab.
1: Welcome to the Profitology Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly O'Neill. Profitpreneurs are rewriting the rules for entrepreneurial business success in how they operate and scale their businesses, make more money, and design their businesses to give them more unplugged time in the process. Each week, join me for insightful and candid interviews with the most brilliant business minds, celebrity influencers, and fellow profitpreneurs who are disrupting the status quo and are gonna leave you inspired to rewrite the rules in your own business. Let's get started.
0: Hey, everyone. I want to thank you so much for joining us on the Prophetology Podcast. I want to thank all of our loyal listeners, as well as those of you who have left us reviews. We read every single one of them. We love to see them, and they actually make a huge difference. So if you like what you're hearing... Could you please leave us a review? We would love it uh, so that we can spread the word to other people around the interwebs. All right, you guys, today I have a special treat for you. I actually have one of my clients uh, who has a very interesting business model. She's been with me now about two months, and in that two months, her her business has just soared. Her name is Wendy Sterling, and she created a program called Divorce Rehab. So prior to being an entrepreneur, Wendy was a top level advertising executive. She worked on some of the most progressive social and lifestyle brands like Who, What, Where and Refinery 21. And she had it all. She had the successful career, the two children, the dog, and the amazing husband that turned out to not be so amazing. She actually went through a very traumatic divorce and spent about a year healing herself from that divorce and realized in that moment that there was such a need for women particularly to have the support to move on from a a traumatic incident like divorce. And so she actually created her program, Divorce Rehab, where she helps countless women all over the world really push through their pain of divorce and become the most confident, positive, energetic, and sassiest self yet. So I am thrilled to bring her on. She's going to be talking all about her program. She's going to be talking about how she really – made a fast leap to success in her business and the things that no one is telling you to do. She is going to share with you those secret little secret sauce things that made the biggest difference for her in launching and scaling her business quickly. So stay tuned for the episode of the Profitology Podcast. Mm -hmm. All right, everyone, I want to welcome you to the Prophetology Podcast. I am here with my guest today, Wendy Sterling the founder of Divorce Rehab. Wendy, nice to have you here. Thank
2: you so much. I'm so excited to be here.
0: I am excited to have you. And you know, it was interesting. I was reading over your bio and you have an extremely impressive bio. Can you tell people a little bit about what you did before you jumped into the land of entrepreneurship?
2: (laughs) Sure. And I actually have considered myself an entrepreneur my whole career just because of what I did. So I started out on the media agency side, working with clients to help them to essentially market their businesses and transitioned into uh, the at sales side instead um, about 13 years ago. And I did that because all the things I loved doing on the ad agency side, which were the mentoring and the collaborating and the creative thinking, I was able to do by myself on the sales side. So I made the transition and I fell in love with what I was doing. But after doing it for so many years, the pieces of what I loved doing, I essentially wanted to focus on full time. Um, but I really was becoming, you know, a bigger I had a bigger position in the companies that I was working with. And I was really creating and um, establishing territories for large businesses who didn't have a West Coast presence. So essentially, I was an entrepreneur for bigger companies and really helping them to create a name for themselves on a coast where I had really deep relationships. So I was able to do that for multiple women's lifestyle brands. And I loved it. But I knew that I needed more. I just didn't know what I wanted. And okay, and I
0: saw that you you were for companies like Who, What, Where and Refinery29. I mean, these are major lifestyle brands.
2: Yes, I did. I, I was very honored to be part of the team that opened the LA office for Refinery29. I was um, on the Who, What, Where team, also sold Birdie and My
0: Domain. I love it. I love it. And all along, you'd had this beautiful, you'd have this successful career. You had two beautiful children and a a seemingly devoted husband. So what happened?
2: Sure. So um, I had that Facebook facade of a life. We were the family that had the perfect pictures. Kids were smiling in every single one of them. And in fact, what was behind closed doors was something totally different. Um, I was starting to become really unhappy in my marriage. I was unhappy in my career because the industry, the sales industry had shifted quite a bit. And being a veteran in the industry, I sadly was aging myself out. And so I knew that I needed a change. Um, I just didn't expect it to be the kick in the ass that it wound up being. Before I was actually scheduled to start my last sales job, um, I discovered that um, my husband was making some very poor choices behind my back. It really took that traumatic event to wake me up. Um, it woke me up to realize that I was living my life for somebody else. I realized that I wasn't happy. I didn't even know what that meant. Um, I didn't even know who I was when I looked in the mirror. And it was the largest wake-up call that could have ever happened to me. And while I wish it were under different circumstances. Um, I realize now that the universe had a larger plan for me, clearly, because I'm here in these shoes today, and I wouldn't trade anything for the world. But I, through that experience, um, I ended up seeing a Facebook post from someone that I'm connected with about her journey to become a life coach. And I realized that all the things that I absolutely loved doing in my current job, I could do full time. And that was the mentoring and the leadership, which is a lot of what us entrepreneurs are. And so I signed up for the courses that uh, from the program that she took. And after my first weekend, I realized that not only was this the ticket to help me cope with and heal from the trauma of my divorce, I also realized that it was what I was meant to do and to do it for women like me. Um, It was amazing how just in one weekend's worth of classes, how different my mindset shifted. So the gift that I've now been able to give back is to essentially create, what I've done is I've created a program around what I went through in my coaching classes that helps people get through to the other side. And I'm proud to say that after being in a 15 year marriage, I was with my ex for 22 years. I was through all of the mess in under a year, and the tools that I gift to my clients is, you know, the ability for them to really recover a lot faster. Um, It's not that the pain ever goes away because pain is inevitable. However, what is important is that your recovery time from when you get triggered or from when the pain starts creeping in or the sadness, you know how to get yourself out faster. So that's how I wound up. where I am today and left corporate
0: America. I I love that because, you know, I think that there's two things that happen in businesses. And let me know if you agree. I think number one is I think that a lot of times as entrepreneurs or as CEOs of our business, you know, we all have life stuff that goes on. You know that I recently went through a major life transition where I left my fiance and moved back to my Vegas, my my Las Vegas house. And, you know, we all go through, through things as entrepreneurs. Like no one, you know, it doesn't matter what all the pictures show on Facebook about how happy everyone looks and all the smiley faces and, you know, all the filters and that sort of thing. As entrepreneurs, we're still human beings and we still go through things and the ability to be able to bounce back, whether it is going through a divorce or whether it's going through a major business sale or or whether it's going through, you know, some other like a health crisis or whatever, that ability to develop resilience mm-hmm. and to really heal yourself and utilize that as the fuel to get to the next level is so important. Wouldn't you
2: agree? 100%. And what I always... Talk about and what I always say is that, you know, yes, the rug is pulled out from underneath when that type of a transition is handed to you unexpectedly, or perhaps it is planned. Um, But when that rug is pulled out, it's really a matter of learning how to rebuild the foundation and to build it stronger and more aligned with where you're at after having been through that experience.
0: Absolutely. You know, and the other thing that I see with entrepreneurs too, which I think is it's wonderful that you've done this, is And you and I have talked about this in the, you know, as as me being your consultant and you working with me is that there's two different sides to running a successful business. It's being the expert and proficient at what you do, but it's also being able to run the business. And you had such a solid background coming from the work that you did to lead you into melding those two things together. And I think that one of the reasons you've been so successful is because you've been able to really, you know, you are in the business of divorce. Yes. And divorce recovery right so you you see your business talk a little bit about that like you don't see your business as a hobby to just go and help people This is, this is a business. Talk a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, of course. I mean, this is, this is very much so a business, but my business is a little different than everybody else's, you know, potentially in the same field that I am in. Um, you know, for me, I work with women all over the country who essentially need that or have gotten to the point where they know that they need that kick in the ass to start boosting their confidence and to regain their sense of self while releasing and letting the guilt fall away, to let go of the anger. And most of us have been married for quite some time where we're also really scared about being alone, being single, right? A lot of us are... Mm -hmm. and, you know, and in that mentality as a mom, you think you can do anything. You know, you think you're superwoman. I don't need help. And what I've learned and what I try to teach my clients in my program is that strength actually comes from asking for help. Doing it on your own is a sign of weakness. And the and
0: it's slow and painful and costly,
2: Exactly. And they're afraid, they're just afraid to ask for help. They know that they need help, but they don't even know where to go. And honest to God, I think that this is what social media has done to us as a society is that you know, you are afraid to be truthful and honest. Nobody posts their garbage. Everybody posts these, you know, perfect pe- family pictures on vacations. I
0: mm-hmm. post my garbage.
2: <laughs> totally. <laughs> I, may be, I may be one of the rare
0: rare ones. I totally like, I, I'm a big believer in being authentic and transparent because of my own experiences with having mentors that weren't and yeah. feeling very betrayed by that.
2: And I think that the ones that are not able to be authentic are the ones who are afraid of judgment and what I provide is that judgment free space and the places that some of these people are going to are sometimes these Facebook groups where it's a perpetual pity party and what that does is it roots you in your past and you've got to get out of it and you know essentially I provide them with that wake-up call for them to remember who they are and what they're capable of so you know unlike other programs out there mine is really the first and proven program that actually uses tough love to get these women to consciously start creating their next chapter with someone by their side and with an entire community behind them next to them so what i do with with them through my business is we literally hold a pity party we hold a funeral to mourn their marriage and then we start building from that bottom foundation up so that they can move forward and actually start envisioning that their life can be better afterwards.
0: I want th- and I think that that is something that anyone could apply to anything. So even if you, you are someone who's listening to this, you're happily married, you're happily in a partnership, you know, or maybe you're single. I think that what Wendy's talking about here, we can all use no matter what. We all have stuff. We all have baggage. And I think that 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 baggage is what keeps us from being the absolute ultimate potential that we can be in our businesses to serve our clientele because you know there's there's that old cliche your business only grows to the extent that you do and I 1000% believe in that and again whether it's a divorce or a health challenge or you know whatever whatever your thing is it's how are you processing that, as as Wendy said, and really not only celebrating it, but then moving on from it and learning from that so that you can bring your ultimate potential to the next level.
2: Absolutely. And I also think it's just a matter of recognizing that there's been that shift, right? And what's also interesting is that, you know, all my friends are, most of my friends are all still married. The wake up call that I've provided to all of them is essentially, you know, they've all now gone back and I've actually helped them open the doors of communication. So that communication could be with a spouse, but it could also be with a business partner. It could also be opening the door for you to really look in the mirror and have an honest conversation with yourself about what it is that you want. And like you said, it's not just through divorce that this happens. I think that even as people grow with their business, as the times change, we have to shift with the times, we have to shift with relationships. And so it's really just a matter of people reconnecting to who they are, reconnecting to their mission, reconnecting to what it is that they want and actually acting on
0: it. I love it. I love it. So I would love to know, because again, you started this business up and you gained traction very quickly Mm -hmm. in reaching these women who need your services. And really you've made a great business out of, you know, a seeming tragedy. What would be your tips for someone who is starting up their business? You know, there's there's a lot of people out there there's a lot of trainings and workshops and consultants. And I know that you've had great experiences. I know you've had some not so great experiences. If you're talking to the newer entrepreneurs out there who are just getting started, what are your best Wendy Sterling tips to create a magnificent brand and a fast-growing company?
2: Sure. I mean, I think number one is um, mindset. And you know this very well from you know the first day we met. Um, your mindset has everything to do with whether or not you succeed. You really have to believe in yourself, you have to believe in your business, you have to believe Mm -hmm. in what makes you different and unique, and to not be afraid to be, as we said, you know, I love the word authentic and not be not be afraid of authentically being you. So that would be number one. Number two, that was a hard one for me to come to terms with, but it's one that I embrace now is you're going to fail. That is inevitable, just like pain. You're (laughs) going to (laughs) fail. But I have to say that I've learned the most from the mistakes that I've made along the way. And in that, you know, sort of a tip, like that would be tip 2A, tip 2B with that is not being afraid to ask for help, right? Just like how I'm telling my clients ask me for help to guide you through divorce. As an entrepreneur, we all have to be there for one another to help guide each other. And if you are uniquely you, there is no competition, right? So no one else can be you. No one else can be your business. So not being afraid to ask people who are more successful than you to talk about themselves. And people love to talk about themselves. They love to talk about their journey. So not being afraid to raise your hand, but also being okay to scrape your knee along the way and just put a Band-Aid on it. Get back up and learn your lesson and move on. And, you
0: know, honestly, that's one of the things I love about our community of people, all of the students that are in the Profitology Business Incubator, you're so willing to help one another, everyone is just down to help, they're down to offer support, they're down to pick each other up and dust each other off when we do have those moments of failure, failure, you guys are all there, you know, and we're all there for each other to help celebrate those wins, you know, that community piece is super important.
2: Huge. And a huge piece of of what my business is too. But I will tell you that one of the things that you've taught me the most is the value of collaboration and how important it is for us to offer help. And it's not always about you right then and there. You know, it's funny when I was on the sales side, you know, I would always go in and have meetings with my clients and, you know, I was never the pushy salesperson. It was always when it's meant to be, when the right fit comes, great, let's move this forward. And that's always been my attitude. And I do believe that that serves me well even today because there's other businesses and other people in PBI that I also have reached out to where, you know, some of them don't necessarily have ways that they can help me, but I don't care because I know that there's ways that they can help me or they can compliment me. I mean, I have a huge network where I'd love to leverage it for other people, but, you know, you can't be afraid um, to talk to other people, and that collaboration aspect is so big because we all have to get there together.
0: Yes. A rising tide lifts all boats.
2: Amen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, it, is, it is so, so important. And then did you, you know, anything that you did specifically in the marketing positioning of your business that you, that you would say is, has really helped you, especially online based on what you were saying earlier?
2: Yeah. I mean, I've tried a lot of things and I, I wouldn't say that I've thrown spaghetti at the wall. I think that what I've done is I've been very strategic in my marketing to serve specific goals along the way. I made sure that I had a landing page on a website. I made sure that I bought a website, you know, name, a business card would be really great. But some of the things that I've done, you know, that I think valuable to your listeners is you've got to also see what works for you. But what I think you've taught me the most actually is the value in offline marketing. I have yes. done Facebook ads and I've been there and I did that for a very specific reason. And it was Very different from what I'm doing now, but it was an objective that I had at the time. But there's so much value in when you're an entrepreneur the old school face to face, the old school picking up the phone, the old school walking into businesses. People want to help people. People want, especially, you know, female run businesses. We want to help lift one another. The most valuable marketing tip that I've learned from you is to really identify where your target audience is and go to them because it's a lot more efficient and it's a lot more beneficial to you in the long term than trying to get them to find you.
0: I think that's such a good point. I mean, and that really does. It's like, you know, I think, I think one of the reasons that you've been so successful is you've been you've been willing to like say, no, I'm not going to, you know, and like, let's just call it what it is. Like it's some, in some cases, it's people are scared or they're a little lazy and they're like, no, I just want to do this free online marketing thing and hope that it works out when they can actually get out and talk to people and meet people and establish relationships and collaborate. And you've had such an amazing long term vision for your business where like you said you know sometimes they can't do anything for you right at the moment but now you have that relationship and maybe you guys can help each other down down the road Mm -hmm. and also the other thing I want to say about what I've watched you do which I think has been such a game changer is you're very consistent yes you're very consistent you're like you are consistently reaching out you are consistently you know Going into those stores, picking up the phones, and you've created a lot of really amazing partnerships to be able to reach and serve your ideal deal clients in a way that is, you know, that's not online.
2: A hundred percent. And, you know, it's that consistency. I mean, I have a daily planner. I hit my goals every day of what I'm tasked to do. And if I fall short one day, I try to add stuff on, you know, to the next. But, you know, there's a certain amount of compassion that you have to have. We're all human and we can only do so much in a day. But I can also say that, With consistent action comes result. And if you're not consistently working your business, but working it strategically and smart, you know, it doesn't have to be hard. It actually is not hard to talk about something that you're passionate about, which is your business. So it comes very easily, but it's the consistency that takes practice. And then once you nail it, it's, I mean, it happens super easily.
0: It's wash, rinse, repeat.
2: Exactly. Wash, rinse, repeat.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. You guys, Wendy's got a brand new book coming out called It's Okay to Not Be Okay. I love it. Where can people get uh, a hold of you? Where can they connect you with you? Get your book?
2: Sure. So people can connect with me on Facebook um, through my name, Wendy Sterling. My handle is at wendy.sterling.7. I'm also on Instagram. My handle is at u2.0. And if you guys are interested in my book, the best way is to email me, wendy at wendysterling.net. And my website is the same, www.wendysterling.net.
0: Perfect, you guys, and all of that information with all of the links that you need to get a hold of Wendy, connect with her, and get a copy of her new upcoming book are going to be available on our show notes on kellyoneal.com, which is the Profitology website. So, Wendy, thank you so much for joining us today. I am My so best. proud of the progress you have made. I'm so thrilled for the work that you're doing in the world and how you are supporting all of these women in reclaiming their power and getting out and living the life that they are meant to live. And thanks so much for being on the Prophetology podcast.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Kelly. It's been amazing.
0: Excellent. You guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know the people that you'd like to have on the show. Let us know what topics you want to hear about. And we will serve it up. Thanks so much for joining today and listening to another episode of the Profitology Podcast.
1: I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Profitology Podcast. If you did, please share this show with someone that you know and help spread the word to your followers on social media. This is how we reach more entrepreneurs just like you around the world. Also, I'd like to continue the conversation with you about all things profitology. So please join me and your fellow Profitpreneurs in our free Facebook group. You can find us at ProfitpreneursCircle.com. I frequently go live in our community to share tips, trainings, and innovative profit acceleration strategies, as well as resources that can help you accelerate your results in your business.